0: Hey, this is Jim. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is one of those episodes today where we turned on the video camera. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you already know that. But most people who enjoy this podcast will listen to it on their favorite podcast listening app. And if that's you, you should know there's a link in the show notes today at silentjim.com where you can click on that link to YouTube and watch the video. The guest that I have today is our 20-year-old son, Trey. He's giving us an update. It's been a while since he was on the show. You've kind of seen him grow up around here if you've been in this community. We have five kids, of course. They're all totally awesome. So proud of all of them. And Trey is the second oldest, and he is pursuing multiple streams of income using the internet creatively. It's something he's grown up watching his dad do, and he caught the bug. He's jumped into it with both feet in his business is simply incredible. Clearing Easily clearing five multiple five figures per month in a very flexible schedule business. No school, college, I should say. No debt. He's got his own apartment about half an hour from us downtown Indianapolis. We live on the south side. He lives downtown. So we get to see him quite frequently. But I think you're going to enjoy just seeing a dad and son hang out, talk internet business, and a few things you should know before I set this episode up and uh, get Trey on the line here. One is, none of this is Amazon. None of his income is Amazon related. He really knows very little about selling on Amazon, but he does know the process of providing value to customers or clients, and as evidenced by their willingness to pay you for the product or service that you're providing and doing it profitably. That's what business is. So he's seen me use the internet creatively pretty much as far back as he can remember because I've been doing this 20 years. That's how old he is. That's all he knows. And so he's got some great instincts, some great lessons for us today. The other thing you should know is, yes, he does have a course, but he's going to give us a special offer, he said, for listeners to this show. And especially for those who might jump into the Mastermind group with Trey and I, and Brett, and Mike Brown, and a handful of other people, our our coaching director, Nathan, great people from this community. We're going to have a mastermind. So you're going to get a great deal on Trey's course. We may even give it away, probably give away most of it to people who join our mastermind together because that's going to be launching soon. You can get details on the mastermind at provenmastermind.com. Sign up there. But I just wanted to let you know while Trey talks about some of his course and content and things, hey, those special offers for this community are coming, but he's got a rocking business. He basically teaches others how to run an internet-based marketing agency, and he runs his own internet-based marketing agency where he basically helps his clients spend their money wisely to invest in ads and ad campaigns to generate revenue for their business. And he's got a very specific niche that he works with. You'll be hearing more about that today as well. But he's very successful financially. He's a very mature young man. He's making great life choices, and he's on a really good path. I find it very validating that some of the ideas that you might think are kind of crazy around here and the way that we've done our family and the way that we do life and business, well, it seems to be working out pretty well for our kids as they're starting to grow up and, and do life and do the things that they do. And this is just one of those times where I get to show off one of my kiddos, a proud dad showing off his kid. But in this case, there's plenty of great valuable business lessons as well. So with that introduction, I'm going to click a couple of buttons. We'll get Trey on the show. Hope you enjoy the time that we spend together today. I sure had fun doing this interview. Let's go jump to that recording.
1: So, Trey, welcome to the show. Thanks, hey, Dad. It's cool to be here. It's always weird. I remember the last episode too, a while back. I was downstairs, and you're upstairs, and I can kind of hear you through the floor. So, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, right. It's kind of it's kind of wild. Yeah, I think weird.
0: it's your third time on this show. I think, right?
1: Is it the third or, or second? Really?
0: Because it seems like know. we did, I think it's the third, buddy, because I think we did one that way that you just described. But then after the house fire, we were crammed into a little house. We did one that's then That's right.
1: We did one then too, didn't we? And we were in the same, this, we, we were same sharing a mic. That one. Yeah. yeah that's so crazy. Is that's right. This is the third one. Okay. This the is third. the third.
0: Yeah. That just occurred to us. Because yeah. when you described it, I'm like, no, we were in the same room. And then I thought, oh yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, anyway, good. This, yeah, anyway. Good yeah, having cool you to here. Be here.
0: And I think people are going to want to jump back and see was episode 212 and I'll, I'll stick it in the show notes the other episode the first time you were on the show episode 212 mm-hmm. was august 2019 so you know we're we're a few months short here you know it's of a, being a year ago
1: yeah just about yeah
0: and uh there's a lot that's happened since
1: yeah it's been crazy it's been an amazing ride yeah for sure i mean you know there's a concept of compound growth and you know i keep telling my peers and associates and people that i'm working with you know i'm what we're working on, we're, we're really at the beginning base of, of an upward shot. you know. And I think you said this in your Facebook post recently. And sorry, there's going to be some sirens. I'm living downtown. I There's nothing I can do about it. Well, can you switch um, the place a little bit here in a minute? Not oh, right. yeah. We'll, we'll do that in a sec too. Yeah. If sure. you're watching on YouTube, go, go over to YouTube. You can see it. But what was I saying? Yeah, we're at the beginning of a huge spike up. My goal in 2020, I want to have a $100,000 profit month. Um, and it's not unreasonable that it happens at the rate that we're moving. Yeah. Ambulances, whatever. Yeah, I'm not um, picking up on them. I don't hear it. You're not it. picking up on them? Okay, cool. They're really loud for me. Whatever. And you know, we're selling consulting services for for businesses, marketing consulting. And then we have a program called the Six Figure Marketing Consultant, where we help people start and grow their own marketing consulting businesses. And you know, that could be Facebook ads, YouTube ads, coaching, whatever it is that you've got. A lot of stuff you could probably learn just by hanging around MST, you know, just take the lessons you're learning and go coach some business owners on how to maybe sell on Amazon, whatever it is. And so we've helped. We've got lots of students who make six figures online doing it. Got one who actually makes more than me now, which is really cool. It's really cool. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. Been up to that. Same just kind of I think it's you know the same thing I was doing last episode just scaled up, you know, we're spending more, making more bigger team. Yeah.
0: Have you taken any like formal courses? Like college um, courses or No college
1: of, courses. Talk no. to us
0: about how you've educated yourself.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I consider all profits, you know, they either go to two things for me. It's They either go to like fun, like things that I just enjoy because I'm young, unmarried, don't have any kids. That's where it goes. But 80% of the time they go back into education. And really, you know, you kind of, I kind of consider it to kind of be a game. Like how much money have I spent on education this year? Right. You know, and, and, and I really think that's a fun game to play. You know, the past year, 12 months, I have spent about, at this point, about 35 grand in just various things, including some of the stuff that MST offers. And, you know, it's, it comes back around tenfold, just about every time. So for me, education is, you know, there's no such thing as formal education. There's only such thing as education period. And, you know, it doesn't matter where you get it from. It doesn't matter who you get it from. It doesn't matter. It just really matters who they are and are they, you know, an authority in what you're wanting to learn. And the, the issue that I see with a lot of the public education systems is very few of the people who are teaching, you know, do the thing themselves. And if they have done it, they did it 20 years ago when it was completely different, but they're still teaching it as if it was 20 years ago. So for me, you want to find people who are where you want to be and pay them money to, you know, help you along. And that's the beautiful thing about the internet and the free market. You know, we can connect with anybody who's really at any stage and kind of just say, Hey, how much would you charge for me to learn this specific thing that you're doing? Even if they don't necessarily offer it, just ask. That's what I've done as well. And it's always paid dividends. So yeah, no, no college education, very, you know, you're very open about the sort of education that you provided very much an unschool slash homeschool environment, you know, and so not much of a formal education under my belt of any kind, no GED, just really went straight into it from about 16, 17 years old, 20 now. And I just, you know, you remember when I was living at home, I was just locking myself away in my room, learning, testing, playing around, and you know, things grow pretty quick when you're kind of in the zone like that.
0: Right. Yeah. It was a very organic process. I love what you're saying about uh, how easy it is to seek out experts. Like Mm -hmm. that just was, I think our old education model is probably built on, you didn't have the ability to communicate as easily with people all over the world. So you found the local experts on whatever topic and everyone just Mm -hmm. sat under them and learned from them because that was your option.
2: And And we're still kind of
0: using that model of cramming everybody into a room. Yeah. When there's so much better content out there virtually.
2: Yeah. than pretty much yeah. any classroom you and, can find yourself in. And really,
1: in. yeah, one, one, that's one of the big things that I really learned just kind of watching watching you growing up was you never, like, and this is how I learned how to really, wh- one of the areas I was thinking recently to what helped me learn how to learn this way because you've got to kind of learn how to learn, right? And I realized that one of the big things that I realized is I don't want to buy any educational material. I don't want to invest in anything unless they can show me they've done it or at least have people that have done it using what they've built. And and I think that's one huge staple for MST. Like, you know, there's very few people and even some of my clients now are even people who are Amazon educators. And even some of them, we've had to fire them because we just don't, there's not enough proof that they're actually doing it. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's very cool. You know, I think we live in a time where you can kind of just peer behind the curtain on just about anybody. And, you know, if they're not generating success stories like you guys are, or, you know, like even what I'm doing with the programs that I sell, I mean, it's just like, just don't give them your time if they don't have a list of people who are excited, just don't just go to the next person,
0: you know? Yeah. I think that's one of the next maybe waves of filtering who we decide to listen to. I think this is drifting into philosophical a little bit and we'll get into more specifics for the listeners, but
1: yeah, I think
0: we came out of an era that lasted past several hundred years up until maybe the last 20 years or so where your title was very meaningful. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, you have a PhD in that topic. Oh, mm-hmm. you went to college for eight years on that topic. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you worked for that company. Therefore you are an expert. Mm-hmm. And now we have the ability to basically say, okay, I see your impressive business card and the plaque's hanging on your wall, but you know, show me your content. Where's
1: the money at? Show me the testimonials. Show me, the, testimonials. Content. Show me yeah. the people
0: that are talking about you in a positive way online. You know, It's one thing to say, I've helped a thousand customers. Well, where are those people?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. What are the names? What have they actually done? Yeah. Can yeah. I talk
0: to one of them? You know, mm-hmm. so that's why I, I feel like we've kind of part of what we've done from my position in the industry is we've raised the standard for people who are paying attention because mm-hmm. we've said, Hey, all of our customers and prospects going to one, but you, you, you've you, said MST a few times. We don't use that acronym very often. It's basically our Facebook group. You know, it's a big yeah. group, 56,000 people approximately. Yeah. Our customers, our coaching students, any clients that we've helped partners, all in one big group, hanging out together, very transparent. Yeah. And anytime someone says something positive, we'll tag it and say, "Hey, another success story." So you can scroll through and see that tag. So it's that social proof, that evidence. And then we no longer have to say, "Well, I went to college, or I've got a degree, or I've been exactly like, hey, here's the proof. Just let's just cut straight to the proof." <laughs> right, know? right. And that's how you can right. analyze who you want to work with, who you want to partner with. It's become so much easier now.
1: Yeah, and you're taking full well, advantage of that. Right. And I saw some comments too, when you, when you talked about how our podcast episode is coming up, you posted something today, you showed a screenshot. I had like a $5,500 day a couple of days ago and yeah. uh, just a text I sent you, which is really cool. And you're just like, Hey, we've got a podcast episode coming up soon, you know, with my son, Trey. And one of the, one of the comments that I saw was really cool. He's like, you know, the best proof is that it's generational, you know? So I'm I'm never going to not massively credit, you know, the fact that like, you know, what's being built, Works to the point where it just passes down family to family, and to, for me, that's that's like I'm gonna raise my family similar to how my dad raised me in terms of how we operated the business, the homeschool slash unschool environment. Like I'm just gonna model it, you know. So like it's it's not just a business model to me. It's there's there's a lot more here. It's it's really a counterculture thing, you know. It's a we live in a kind of a broken world right now. This to me is kind of like Rabbi Lappin. For those of you who are familiar, you know, Dad obviously is, but you know, for those of you who know him, talks about building that ark, building that boat for your family. Like Noah's ark isn't just a boat. It's, you know, it's an example. It's an example for how, you know, men are supposed to be to their family. And so really that's to me, when I made it about that, that to me, honestly pushed me forward more than really anything else kind of did. Like, I just like, all right, it's time for me to start building my boat, you know, and start really questioning the things that I'm being given and, and making sure that I'm building a a place for, my future family, my loved ones, my business partners, my people who I've influenced over that they can reside within. And uh, yeah, that's really what it's been about for a long time. And I think that's what's pushed me forward we're Nathan. and we're And And I would encourage people to think that way as well.
0: I love that. I love that lesson. It's so cool that you referenced it because it takes a great deal of intentionality. And it's very counter to our culture to think of your business as having anything to do with Noah's Ark. But from right. a Hebrew perspective, as, as they read the Old Testament and they read that story of Noah building this boat and put his family in it and saving them from the flood and you know, basically saving the plant animals of the planet at the same time, the lesson behind the lesson is we should be building something that our families can be included in, uh, especially when we're facing a time of moral or cultural decline. Right. You should be kind yeah. of circling the wagons, if you will, deciding very intentionally, who is it I want to surround myself with? Of these people I want to build with. Um, and that's why I value our community so greatly. Not that there's some kind of litmus test. It's like, right. you gotta believe just like us for this stuff to right. work. No. Right. 100%. You got all different worldviews in there. But you do have to subscribe to, I think if there's one common denominator, it'd be our definition of a good transaction. Mm. And that is, well, what, what I'm curious what yours is. Before I tell the listeners my definition of a good transaction, I just had some business people at a meeting this morning ask me, because I emphasize that so often, a good transaction, a good transaction. So I want to see what, you know, I probably said that to you at some point. What's your definition of a good transaction? Let's see how close it lines up.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I, don't know if I have a direct like quote that I remember you saying, but I can kind of just intuitively understand that, you know, it's, it's when two people or a group of people walk away all better off because of it, you know, like everybody's kind of a little bit better, a little bit higher in their own arenas because of the transaction. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that would be a good transaction.
0: Yeah, and, and business by design does that. Mm-hmm. Yep. But my, my definition of a really good transaction, you get a group of people who are not just transactions, but transactions that are play well into the future. Meaning five years from now, everybody involved in that transaction looks back on it and thinks to themselves, man, I'm so glad that happened. Right. 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 That's a good transaction. Not just five right. minutes later. Right. You know, like, eh, I don't know if I should have done It's got
1: to stand the test of time.
0: Yeah. As measured by enhanced relationships. Yep. Are you closer yep. to that person five minutes later, a day later, a month later, five years later? Now, it may not mm-hmm. be someone you run into all the time, but you think back of it fondly like, yeah, I would do that again. I probably would have paid more than I paid, or I would have right. given them more yeah. value than I gave them, depending on which side of the equation you're on. Right. So, if you can yeah. find yourself surrounded wow. by a group of people who think that way, that's kind of the common denominator. We truly want to serve people well, but we want to build something special build profitable, something my family can be included in to the degree that they're interested in. This is very much a family thing for us. You know, yeah. Thinking back at this point, we've probably had eight or nine people from our family involved in one way or another. So that's, that has yeah. to be done intentionally. You don't just stumble into that. So I love that those lessons right. have kind of filtered into your thinking too and, yeah. and uh, will kind of for help sure. shape the direction that you, that you take your future family.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's, well, it's more than just, for me, it's just more than a business, you know, like how you run your business, how you run your life. It's very much a how you do anything. It's how you do everything. Then you got to be fully sold on it. You can't just be half pregnant on it. You have to go kind of all in. And so I think I had a huge advantage starting at 16, you know, and I think wealth can be defined as options. And when you're 16, you've got options, more options than most millionaires, you know, like you can try to do whatever you want to do. So, you know, and I decided to take that option and put it here and it's paid massive dividends. So,
0: yeah. yeah. That, from my perspective, having watched your path. It's like, we basically gave you the equivalent of about a 10 year head start in about three or four years mm-hmm. over a lot of your peers simply mm-hmm. by not weighing you down with some things you just didn't need. It's right. strongly encouraging you to avoid debt, which you don't have. Right. And then encouraging you to pursue those things that resonated with you and, and yep. monetize them. The way you know it's valuable is if you can monetize it. It's great to have hobbies. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are great, but call them what they are. They're hobbies. They're leisure right. activities. Exactly. The world mm-hmm. doesn't owe you anything just because you like to play guitar,
2: right? Mm-hmm. And he pounded right. that into you. Right,
0: like, right. You, know, you can get really, really good and maybe never make a dime with that. I mean, you have to be among 100%. the elite top 0001%. So 100%. where's a need you can fill? That's where yeah. you go. And you play a guitar mm-hmm. in your spare time, and if it turns into mm-hmm. something
2: great, right? Absolutely,
0: so we, we kind of processed it that way. Just because you want yeah. to be an NBA star, well, sorry, you're five nine white boy.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's no, not gonna happen for right? me. Yeah, it's,
0: it's probably not in the cards, dude.
2: Yeah, um, right.
0: You know, so we're we're more realistic. It's it, mm-hmm. never did the whole oh, if you follow your dreams, you can be anything. It's like no, you're never gonna play point guard for the Bulls. But you know, it's just not right. realistic. Never mind right. the fact that you don't even like basketball.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't really play basketball much at all. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But, a little uh, bit. I yeah. use a lot of basketball analogies, but, but I want to hear about uh, I want to hear Fair a couple things for the listeners here as we as we yeah. get into this. I want to hear some of your client stories, some of the people you've worked with. Yeah. I um, wanna see your apartment. Maybe that's a good segue. Like this show is yeah, a sure. little bit like let's do that. I, I'd love to see it. I think you got a really cool place right downtown, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, sure. Let's do a little tour. So that's where I'm working out of. So this is, my, this is my desk right here. I work out of here. If you're watching, by the way, if you're watching on podcast, head over to YouTube, you'll see this. Yeah, This is my desk right here. I plug my Mac in and it just feeds to this monitor. And this is where I work from. Great. Got this big open room in here. Nice, big, spacious, lots of natural light. Really helpful. Upstairs make a lot of videos
0: right in this room. I make a
1: lot of videos in this room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of videos. Uh, it's kind of like I tell my friends I, I'm i renting an office with a bedroom attached to it. <laughs> That's right. what I tell my buddies. Yeah. Yeah. So it's upstairs area, no work allowed. Just like very much a, like a, just, you know, hang out, chill out. Game, your gaming area. Gaming area. Have friends over, watch movies. Yes. Yeah. This is where I sleep very and much. You're only about just, you know, half an hour
0: from home. So you're able to come yeah. home frequently. And
1: yep. And got downtown down here, a couple of roads going by, you see some cars going by.
0: Yeah. More sirens than you're used to.
1: A lot more sirens. That was the hardest <laughs> adjustment.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's cool. You know, and the reason I, I like, you know, a couple of reasons. I don't typically ask the guests of the show to, like, hey, show us your house. But it, you are an anomaly. You're a 20 year old who has no debt, who's got a nice apartment, who's making some good, solid money, applying principles that he learned through homeschooling and self study. Yep. And just so everyone's clear, you know, it, it's not Amazon stuff. I mean, yeah. you've opened a consulting agency and you teach other people how to open a consulting agency. Exactly. And we're actually in the process of hiring you to do some work for us because you've perfected some expertise in some of these arenas mm-hmm. that we just don't have. Mm-hmm. So at the age of 20, you know, you've got a very independent. So when I say, hey, you know, show us your place, it's just, that's, it's a very strange bird. And for people who are just listening to this episode, I mean, you can jump over and watch the YouTube video. Can you just use your imagination? You know, it's a nice place downtown, Miller City, and as a 20-year-old, he's able to do this. How many people do you know, I'm talking to the listener, that are able to pull that off at that age? It's a, it's a strange thing. But I, w- I would encourage it's not that difficult to hack it, really this not. on to whatever it is you're already doing. Yep. I think it's the part that's encouraging. It's not like, oh no, I can't go back and be 16 again and start my entrepreneurial journey like Trey did. So what's it yep. for me in this episode? Yep. But you can tack these things on to everything we teach around here. You can start an hour to a week five or 10 hours a week slowly and it builds. will grow
1: it will grow really fast too like what what i've observed some, something i was told earlier on is like an hour when you're starting is worth way less than an hour two years in in terms of the momentum in terms of the money literally just in terms of how much money you make that hour so you know it's it's it kind of begins to work outside of the amount of time you put in it just kind of compounds and grows on its yeah. own so I was willing to, you know, I mean, I didn't, I honestly didn't make much like the first two years. I mean, a little bit, but mm-hmm. nowhere near as much as I'm making now. And I learned a lot of lessons, put all the money back into self-education, figured it out, you know?
0: It's, um, the, it's the, the compounding effect of time. And I, mm-hmm. I, I call it the intense foc- the period of intense focus to effort is what I call it often too. It's like, you, you got to walk a hundred miles to earn your first $10, and yeah. Next step earns you a thousand. And then your next step earns you 10,000. It,
1: it's a hundred percent what's happening. That's
0: the reality of the journey. And there's so many voices online that will tell you that they can reverse that.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: but they're coming at you from there. They're trying to appeal to your emotional side. Yeah. We call it the shiny object syndrome and the yep, know, grass is greener. One. Yeah, exactly. So we battle against that and having done this for 20 years, and now seeing my son come up to the point where he's talking about these same principles and it, it becomes less and less about the specific strategy that you're in. And it comes down to, are you willing to go through that period of intense focused effort to yes. to work 50 hours and learn something? Yep. Now, yep. good news is that can be condensed down greatly for people who are driven. We got plenty of testimonials. You and, you and our both sides of the business here, both sides of the window that jump in and just go. Thirty days in, their life has changed, a hundred percent. Yeah, but that's people who you know—that's a special breed. I certainly wasn't that way. It took me a lot more time than that. Yep. But the nice thing about having a system is you've got someone who can hold your hand, and whether it be the proven Amazon course or content you've created, or people who are actually in the in the mix doing it, it's important you pay attention to who you're listening to. One hundred percent. So this is a very validating episode, I think, uh, because I, I just don't know a lot of guys in the industry you know, it's going to come across kind of like bragging, but if I was standing back, just <laughs> looking at the landscape, how many guys have been doing it for 20 years? They've raised their kid in it. Their kid's now doing not the same thing. You don't work for us. We don't cut you a check. Same I mean,
1: principles, different industry.
0: Same principle, different industry. And yep. you're learning enough there that, that you're going to come over and enhance what we're doing. And at some point, what we've built is going to start to really enhance. It already has to a degree because we've edu- helped educate you. But like, you know, mm-hmm. business connections are going to be connected. Um mm-hmm. It's just, you don't see that kind of thing very often. So I'm very aware of how much of an anomaly this is in the industry. Right. Uh, I just want to capitalize on it. And to people who think, oh, those guys are just sitting there bragging about how good they did. And like, this is, (laughs) a lot of this is because we're not afraid to admit at any given time. And we pounded this into you too. Whenever you're the smartest guy in the room, don't stay there very long. I mean, that's a scary place to be. Right.
1: That's a huge point. And even where I'm at right now, at 20, like, you know, right now, and just very open about my numbers. I do anywhere about, from about thirty to forty thousand dollars a month right now. Right. And that's honestly a big reason why I've been able to move so quick is because I'm around people where like, you know, hundred grand a month is like a hygiene standard, you know, and, and you really want to kind of surround yourself with people like that. And and there's people like that in in the Facebook group, in MST, you want to track them down, connect with them, bring value to their lives. Like that is the one key thing that has moved me forward more than anything is surrounded by and like You know, and I think that's what has also kept me from kind of having a lot of arrogance and ego as a 20 year old dude, you know, doing pretty well is honestly, when I begin to compare myself to some of the people around me, I just, I'm a tiny player is really what I feel like, like I'm small and it's fun. And I don't beat myself up over that. Absolutely not very happy, but gosh, you just, you know, there's so much further to go, you know? Mm -hmm. And, And so I think that's a really important thing that anybody realizes at any stage that, you know, they're just kind of what's that, what's that phrase? It's, um, if I ever looked further ahead, it's, it's by standing on the shoulders of giants. Mm -hmm. You know, I really feel like I've just tracked down some great giants and been given some great giants and I just kind of decided to stand on their shoulders. That's Mm -hmm. really all that happened. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: it's very well put. I think it's probably occurring to a lot of people like, man, this is a, this is a mature 20 year old. And you are relative to a, a lot of other, maybe 20 year olds that people might know and people in this age demographic. Um, But I got to tell you, it's, there's something really valuable about just being, having a family that's present under the same roof and just spending time. There's no magic formula. Like if someone came to us and said, okay, write the curriculum. What is it that you did? And we've had people ask us things like, "Like, what did you do? And like my approach to education, your mom was a little different, right? I mean, she was Mm -hmm. like, you got to do at least some of this book and some of that book and some of this. Mm -hmm. And, And mine was more like, I want you reading some of the classics, spend some time reading, spend some time mm-hmm. writing, and spend some mm-hmm. time pursuing ways that you can creatively serve others. The library right there, still got a bunch of books. And that, yeah. yeah. And, and you're a reader. And if we can instill a love of learning, it's lighting a fire, it's not filling a pail. It's kind of yep. our theme for education. Yep. Yep. And, and your yep. mom has that as her motto, I think, on her Facebook page. That's what education yeah. is. Lighting a fire, not filling a pail. I so love that. You'd yep. probably be a very bad candidate to go on um, Jeopardy and try to win it. Oh, for-
1: I would stink. I, I get made fun of all the time for how little I know about what's going on in the world. I didn't know about Corona until like like a week ago. I didn't know about, <laughs> right. like, I'm in my own little world over here. Like, you know, people, um, my girlfriend, she was talking about this um, thing that happens, this big, like, cultural thing. It's this thing that happens in like San Diego or something. And like, everybody knows about it. It's like the flying colors celebration or, or something like that. It's like, you don't know what that is. I'm like, no, absolutely not. I have my own little focused vision, and anything outside of that is just noise for me. Like, Mm -hmm. if it's not directly related to how I grow my business and how I make more money, honestly, I'm really stupid. (laughs) So there's there's
0: Hebrew principles behind all this. That's the law of specialization. Not that we're not to be well rounded,
1: but right, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think there's there's some wisdom. Like, I have a lot of respect now for people who specialize because I see now that one of the worst things I can do to self-educate quote unquote is go down a bunch of rabbit holes online or like rabbit trails and just see like, Oh, I'm just going to learn about you know, the human eye for four hours. Like that's not self-education. It's self-education always starts with the consumer. It always starts with who needs what. And then you kind of figure out, all right, how can I be the person who gives them that what, you know, and, and then you just, you start there, you know, and that that's, to me, that's market value self-education. So, you know, I don't, I don't know much about any other topics, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at math, but like, that's about it, you know? And then, and then everything else is kind of just doesn't, doesn't add to my bottom line revenue. So it doesn't need to be in my focus, you know? So how, how would
0: you respond to the culturally popular phrase, find something you're passionate about, you'll never work a day in your life or pursue your passion?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. And it's, it happens a lot and it's a very common phrase. So, and I think my response would always be, you know, like you can develop passion. Like that's the thing. People don't realize that passion is a choice. If you're serving people and you're serving them well, and you're seeing the results of what you're doing, like it's going to be really hard not to be passionate, to be honest with you. So yeah, it's kind of a choice. You can kind of take your passion with you. What's that? What's that quote? What's who's that dirty jobs guy? Mike always. Mike Rowe. Yeah. You and I used to talk about Mike Rowe a lot. (laughs) Like he's a cool guy. And he's got that quote. He's
0: had some Hebrew training at some point.
1: At some point, he's had something like that. Yeah. And he's got that quote. He's like, you know, don't follow your passion. Take it with you. That's a big thing for me. Because, you know, I think too growing up, and I think you saw this, you know, when I was like 13, 14, 15, I was kind of like artsy fartsy, did a bunch of little things here and they were very like expressive, whatever that meant. And then I kind of caught on and realized like, oh, wait, like I'm following what the world defines as passion. But really, there's no real wisdom in that. there's no real like actual like passion is is just it's kind of a like I hate to get this controversial. It's kind of hedonistic. It's kind of like just do what I want because I want to do it or hedonistic is I think that's the right word yeah but do either, what feels either good. way yeah. do what feels good right and and so for me, it's kind of like okay let me let me take this energy I'm pouring into my like quote passion and pour that energy into who who's got a problem that I can help solve, and how do I kind of begin to figure out what steps would be necessary to help them solve that problem? And for me, marketing was the immediate thing that came to mind because I had grown two businesses at that point. My little, like my wedding photography business, which I grew using social media and uh, had a, another small thing on the side, which actually helped wedding photographers with editing their photos. Right. Uh, Both of which grew through social media. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to take that and see if anybody else needs like social media, marketing, consulting, and then immediately just, boom, hit a, hit a gold mine and went down that rabbit trail. And here we are today, you know, um, we're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on Facebook ads, YouTube ads. And, you know, it's, it's crazy. If you just kind of find a niche and just go down and, and, and I've found myself far more passionate about what I do now than I would be, you know, anything that I kind of choose, like, you know, collecting pins or whatever. That's not, there's no real value there, you know? Yeah, no.
0: and I think that's one of the one of the bigger favors that we did. And it's not a hard lesson to teach a young person. It resonates very quickly when they hear it. Now, if you had, mm-hmm. if you don't hear it until you're in your 40s or 50s, it's a, it's some cognitive dissonance,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Like when mm-hmm. it doesn't register for someone to come up and say, "No one cares what you're passionate about."
1: <laughs> yeah, that's hard to hear for sure. If you thought that way for, so I mean, long. you know,
0: there's things I'm passionate about, but I figured out pretty quickly no one else really. I mean, they'll politely ask. Mm -hmm. like about my great run that I had yesterday, but they Mm -hmm. don't really care. And like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of annoying almost like, oh, guess Mm -hmm. what I did for fun. Like no one really, truly, some of your best friends care for a few seconds at a time.
1: What you're passionate (laughs)
0: about just, but if you start talking about creating a long line of people who are grateful for what you're doing, like truly in their inner being, they're like, I'm in a better place now than I would have been otherwise. Thank you. I don't care if it's drag cleaning, walking dogs, I don't care what it is, but there's a need and you fill it, there's yep. nothing more satisfying. I'll take that any day over. Oh, I, I'm passionate about this activity. Yeah, you know, right. You get plenty. And the nice thing is, just to put a nice little seal maybe on that conversation and move on, but mm-hmm. the nice thing is, whatever those passions are, I mean, you still get to play guitar whenever you want. You could create yeah. art and be
1: absolutely. Artsy. I have more free time than any 20-year-old that I know, actually, like especially if they're in college. I can take a week off. I still make money. So it's like, it's just a matter of, I know that that week off means, you know, three years from now I'm making slightly less money. So I I do pace myself pretty well. Mm -hmm. But if I really wanted to, it's no big deal. It's I just cancel some calls, move some stuff around, boom, freedom. You know, so for me, it's, I really don't, yeah, I don't get that either. I I think, you know, if I wanted to get really spanking good at guitar, because I played guitar for a long time growing up, I've still played guitar since I was like 10. You're I had the good. thought recently, like, I'm good, yeah. I really enjoy guitar, I'm really yeah. good at guitar, I really like it a lot and if I, I was like, if I wanted to get like really good, I could probably do that better now now that I've built this thing than I could on the other side of that. So if you really do like something, like the best thing you can do for yourself to pursue that passion is to first build the freedom, build a business that makes you just enough money that you can kind of have that that mm-hmm. ease of mind and then do it on the side and yeah. So it's that, just a that
0: strange concept of delayed gratification that so right. few people understand in our culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Serve others well, you'll have more money, more time, more freedom. You can pursue your passions. You can be that great person you've always wanted to be, which requires money in almost all cases. People are like, oh, I just want to really help people. You know, if someone has a need, I want to be able to meet yes. that need that requires time and money. <laughs> And if you don't have either, you can't really be that person. It's really tricky. Really, really tricky. Right. Um, Yeah. Good stuff. Well, tell us some stories of some of your clients, you know, without giving away anything specific, but like talk us through like what you do, how have you helped some folks?
1: Yeah. So I'll start with the education side. So I kind of, you're going to hear me talk about sides of like branches. Marketing agency is the actual agency that I run. We have clients that we spend advertising money on to create returns for them. Okay. That's, that's how far I've gotten down this marketing rabbit trail is I'm actually Proficient with paid ads like Facebook ads, YouTube ads, online. I'll start with the education side where I help people start and grow their own marketing businesses, their own marketing consultancies or agencies, whatever you want to call it. So we've got one student. This is sort of our top student right now. His name's Bass, and he actually I actually interviewed him on uh, my YouTube channel. If, if anybody's interested in checking that out, hour long. We talk about how he grew his business from scratch, from zero, in about a year's time, actually less than that, to rivaling my numbers. He's about forty to fifty thousand dollars a month in profit. And that's just helping people with their business, marketing consulting, which is just an incredible case study. And when I say zero, I mean, true zero. His only previous experience was uh, a a sales job, which did definitely give him like some leverage because sales is an element here, but not much because most sales jobs don't train you very well. And he wasn't very well trained at all. So I had to fix a lot of the things that he was struggling with. So that's that's just one. We've got a few like it. I've got buddy Keaton Walker. He's really now he's a buddy. He's a business partner, friend, Valued friend, he's been at my apartment. I interviewed him as well on YouTube. He's at he's coming up on twenty thousand dollars a month in profit, I believe, with his Where's he marketing from? agency. He's from Utah. Yeah, it's Utah. Flew out in to, Indiana. Flew out you, to you got clients
0: all over the world. You've flown and seen them different parts of the world.
1: Seen them. Spent New Year's with Bass, who I just mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I've been been all over. You know, where was that? UK. Yeah, um, UK. Yeah, I think so. United Kingdom, Amsterdam. Or No, Amsterdam is yeah. just oh, Europe it, in it general. Was- Yeah.
0: Amsterdam. That's where you Mm -hmm. went to see him.
1: Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. So with the education side, we've got a lot of people lining up with, with results and you know, that's, that's a lot of fun. Really just copying and pasting what I'm doing at the actual agency itself, which is, which is uh, what I'll talk about now. Uh, Some of our clients there, we're running ads right now for one guy. We're spending about a grand a day making them back about 2.2. What we're doing is we're filling his calendar for, with sales calls for him to sell his online course I've niched down so far. Now I'm not just doing marketing for any business. You know, eventually you want to find a niche, find a specific kind of person that you know you can help, you've got a system to help. And I found specialization. myself specialization. specialization, exactly. Specialization. And I really it's found fractal, by the way. Fractal. Yeah.
0: You track you track me with this. that. Specialization. The 80-20 rule applies. Mm-hmm. Just when you think you've specialized, you need to carve out 80% of your mm-hmm. wasted time and focus on that mm-hmm. 20% of your most effective and specialize again. Exactly. And once you got that nailed down, you do it again you keep niching down, niching down. Yeah. And then two or three times in and you're the world's foremost expert. Mm -hmm.
1: Truly. Yeah. It's such a great idea. You know, if if you, if you're every really truly every jump I've made in revenue has been exactly that it's been, what am I doing? That's kind of waste. You know, what's the 20% that's actually working and how do I get rid of the 80% without taking a big risk? So yeah, I, I really think that's a really valuable lesson, but with, with the marketing agency side, Grand a is making them back about 2.2. All we do is we run Facebook ads that appeal to his audience. He's selling a, he's selling an online course. Uh, I won't really go into the niche specific. I'm, I'm going to just uh, share that it's an online course. costs about $2,000 and we generate sales calls for him. And he just hops on. His whole business now, his whole life is just, he has a handful of sales calls a day, gets on, sells his course, moves on with his day. 9 a.m. to about 2 p.m. That's what he does. And we've got his life Rocket. He makes a lot of money. We're making about $50,000 this month. And we do that, you know, pretty copy paste with a lot of different people. Anybody who's got like a course or like consulting service or coaching service, that's sort of who we work with. And that's what I'm doing over there. The company's name is Coa Media. So I've got one guy running ads myself. I like writing copy and building the funnels and that's about it. Well, let me start connecting agency.
0: for for some folks who are listening. We've got our mastermind launching soon. So people that are thinking to themselves, man, I wouldn't mind hanging out in a room with guys that think this way. And we've got Brett on my team, who's the most successful Amazon seller that I've ever met, and he's my Mm -hmm. business partner. I mean, we're we're having a multi million dollar week.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty crazy. Dad's texts to me right now are insane. Yeah, mind blowing.
0: Yeah, and you know, number one best selling toy and. And then another guy that's going to be in the mastermind with us. Did I tell you that Mike Brown's going to be jumping in quite a bit with us on the I mastermind? Did see,
1: I did. I did hear that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Did,
0: yeah. If you don't know who that is, uh, Entrepreneur of the Year for the state of New York, Death Wish Coffee, which is uh, in every Walmart, it's the top-selling coffee brand. Any given day, it's top one, two, or three coffee on Amazon, and it's in around the world now. And this guy was living in his mom's garage behind her house just a few years ago. Jumped into our community he was in the first mastermind that I ever did. And I'm far from attempting to take credit for this guy's marketing brilliance. Um, but he does credit this community and the stuff that he's learned around here for helping propel him to that level. And then plus just a whole bunch of really great people at all different levels of business. You may be thinking, oh, I'm not doing those kind of numbers. Well, the only thing between where you are now and doing adding some commas and zeros is, like you mentioned a few minutes ago, Trey, spending time with the right people and putting the right thoughts in your head. I think I think it's a yep. Jim Rohn quote. Yeah, know the difference between who you are now and who you're going to be. I've heard it used a few different places, but mm-hmm. what are you putting in your head? What are you reading? And who are you hanging out with? Yep. I, those are both in your control. So a great solution to both of those is to jump into the mastermind, provenmastermind.com. We don't have all the, as I'm recording this, we don't have all the details quite yet. There's no price tag even for it, but you can certainly go sign up, say, hey, I'm interested we're just kind of seeing who it attracts. We're going to see what you guys want to do with it. Probably limit the number somehow. And and, uh, we're going to create something where we can hang out a few times a month, get together live a couple times a year and
1: and do business. And if I could even just, if I could just even say from my end, you know, even just one of those guys, you know, Mike Brown, Brett, you know, my dad, he's been able to build even just one of them. It'd be an amazing, you know, mastermind. But, you know, throw us all into a, a sort of a group. It's going to be a pretty cool environment. I'm looking forward to it personally. I think we'll make some really good friends and
0: yeah, oh, um, it's going to, it's going to challenge us all it. forward. It's it's pretty yeah. incredible when you, when you get paid to hang out with people who sharpen you for um, sure, but it yeah. starts being willing to invest in good relationships and, and absolutely one of the best ways to spend money.
1: Is yeah. And even like I said, I spent around. probably 35 grand the past 12 months mm-hmm. and a few of that went into masterminds. actually mm-hmm. a lot of that went into masterminds. That's yeah, a huge deal for me.
0: Yeah. yeah just the value of the those connections and who you're, yeah. who it is that you're spending time with i mean i remember pounding it into your guys heads as as young men and uh, you know we'd have the the guys bible study over at our house and you know the few times mm-hmm. i talked to those guys so i think one of the most valuable things that i could say to you was i don't need to meet you in person or talk to you or see a picture of you or read a bio on you to know exactly who you are yep and i would share things like all i have to know is Show me the five people you hang out with the most. Yep. I'll know who you are. That's right.
1: Show me that's the book, right.
0: the list of books you've read in the last eight months. That's right. I know who you are. Right? Yeah. Show me how you spend your money. I know who you yeah. are. Right. Right. So, it, so I don't need to meet you. It's not about right. getting to know It's like, where are your habits? What are your habits? What do you value? How do you spend your time? Who are you hanging out with? Right. What are you filling your well, head
1: and that's, I'm, I'm telling you, like, even being a 20 year old guy in this like cultural point, you know, the normal thing is just the complete opposite end of the bell curve from from where I'm at. You know, it's it's partying, it's girls, it's whatever. It's, you know, and, and even some of my friends, as I started to see some success, I kind of began to see the real character. So like, oh now that you got some money, why don't we kind of spend that, you know, over here and this I'm like, it's crazy. You know, I had to cut some people out. So truly it's not just finding good people, it's also getting rid of the ones that are not really doing for you what you need, and you can do that in love. You know, mm-hmm. say, "Hey, you know, I really love you. I want you in my life. So I'm going to let you kind of earn that place in my life." And I've had to do that for a few people. Some of them take it personally. Others rise to the occasion. Yeah, that's um, been yeah. a really huge thing for me. Honestly, that that was the smartest decision I made about probably a year and a half ago was to really vet my circle. You know, and and honestly, that's that's within two three months of me doing that, I had my first ten thousand dollar month. There's really no there, that's not by chance at all. Not by chance at all.
2: That's right.
0: Yeah, it, I think we have enough evidence that this isn't some kind of random anomaly, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of intentionality behind this, and it's mm-hmm. a lot of timeless biblical wisdom. Is really all it is. I mean, you can call it mm-hmm. common sense if you prefer. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly fine. But we spend a very a lot, a very lot of time diving into biblical principles and saying, okay, how does this apply to our life and business? What's mm-hmm. the lesson here? How do we do things differently? And uh, we've been very influenced in that direction and and, and you have mm-hmm. certainly benefited. I know I, mm-hmm. I look back at where I was at your age and I was very stressed with multiple classes that felt irrelevant going into debt. Not a lot of debt because I was working my tail off at very many mm-hmm. jobs. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. wow, it's awesome to think that we've given you basically a 10-year head start. You know, yeah. And I'm very, That's blessed. Pretty awesome. I'm very grateful for where I am and those years and the lessons I learned in leadership, you know, I'm not saying it was all a waste of time by any means, but I could have crammed it all in a lot faster, I think, and with a lot less yeah. debt, and a lot less money spent, could have launched for my business sure. a lot sooner. Yeah. Um, it's just good to see yeah. you on that trajectory for sure. And it's cool. There's, we've got a very entrepreneurially minded family. You know, we're just we we're out there on the edge of the bell curve, but we're proving that it works. Mm-hmm. Well, this is cool. So here's one other observation I want to make too, just to kind of tie up some loose ends. People who listen to a lot of episodes of this podcast, you've heard us talk about the three business models that we've taught. It's been 17 years for me that I've kind of thought about the internet as representing three different business models. That's what the silent sales machine book is. If you go to silentgym.com, you'll see silent sales machine. Any given time, it's one of the top 10 entrepreneur, internet-based entrepreneur books on Amazon. That it talks about those three models, but if you pay attention to Trey's story today, he kind of talked about all three, and he went down the the consulting side. There's a C and E and an S. We used to call our conference the CES conference. A lot of people still do in our community. Those are the three business models you've heard me talk about so many times. The C is consult. Trey went full speed down as soon as he earned the right to do so, because he was able to S sell product, mm-hmm. rece- proving he's knowledgeable enough to be able to pull it off other people said hey could i hire you to do that for me right specialize 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 and now
1: boom there you are right and it's crazy you know i just recently accepted i was just kind of doing some reminiscing recently i I, I got a check for five grand for i think it was like 10 phone calls and i was like that's pretty sweet that was pretty Mm -hmm. cool you know it's for for another business owner who's just wanting to model some of the stuff we're doing for our clients i'm like all right i'll take it and you know that's just profit that's just raw. No, didn't spend any money on ads for that. It was a reputation driven thing. So it's like, yeah, you specialize, you specialize, you specialize, you pick one model, you remove that 80% noise, focus on that 20% needle moving activities in your business, the things that actually move the needle forward, specialize in your market. You, you'll get there a lot sooner than you thought you would. Honestly, I didn't, I wasn't at 16 thinking by 20, I want to make this much. It was just, I was doing that day, that month, that week, what I had to do. And the compound effect just kind of works for you when you're thinking that way. You know, I, I'm definitely further ahead than I thought I'd make, but it doesn't surprise me when you look at how it works. So I'm just excited for 30, 40, 50. Like that's, that's what excites me. I'm excited, you know, to be my dad's age, see where things have, have taken me. That's what I'm really pumped for. You know, right now it just kind of feels like I'm just dipping my toe in the water, to be honest with you. I think more to come. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're, on, you're on an exciting trajectory. And most of the listeners to this show aren't in your age demographic, although I imagine some of them might share it, you know, typically our show listeners are are older than you. Right. I would say they need to be challenged by the way you think and adapt their thinking possibly if they found any, any of the ways that you're thinking and they think, Oh, I don't know if I agree with that. Why don't you agree with it? Mm -hmm. What evidence do you have that there's something off there or something wrong there, or, you know, really challenge yourself because I think what you've been raised under, if I had to put it in the simplest possible terms, is we have an aversion in our house and we surround ourselves with people who have an aversion to a poverty mentality versus an abundance mentality. Absolutely. Because I had to kind of come, after my college experience, I had some great professors, made some great friends, had some good mentors, but I also got my head filled with a lot of garbage that was just pure, unadulterated poverty mentality. Yep. (laughs) garbage. So as I became to realize, gladly, I'm glad I realized it in time before we started raising kids was I've got to prevent that from being in their mindset. I've got to make Mm -hmm. sure that they see the world as abundant, that they celebrate the success of others, that they don't blame others for decisions that they made (laughs) themselves. The world owes them something because, Mm -hmm. hey, I went to school and educated myself. Everybody else should pay for that. Like furthest thought from your mind because it was always an abundance mentality. If I'm supposed to do something, the resources will be there. If I'm going to pursue something, I've got to figure it out, you know, very independent minded.
1: Right. Um, Absolutely. And it was hard. You know, I think I got a lot of, even just me, you know, growing up in a really, otherwise a really good social circle. They're all really good people. But this one area, for some reason, money, business, the market, it's it's even broken in otherwise people's minds of people who would be of good character. So I had some really good character friends, but they just didn't see this right. And, you know, these are the friends who challenged me very lovingly said, Hey, we love that you're wanting to get into business. We love, but really consider college and you're going you know, an to need an MBA and, and, <laughs> and it's, and it's people that I really love and care about. And to this day I still do, but you know, the numbers show they're in debt. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm making significantly more than any job that their degree is going to help them get from my eyes. And, you know, even my next door neighbor, I I only brought this up yet. My next door neighbor is the marketing professor at the college that I was told by a lot of my friends I was supposed to go to. And I, I pay the same rent he does, you know? And so that's, and we're good friends now. So really, if you just kind of follow these principles, life just kind of takes you forward. It's, it's really, you don't have to Mm -hmm. take a degree. You don't have to have somebody tell you, you can do it. The only person who's telling you, you can or can't is who is buying. That's who you should listen to in regards to whether you can or can't. Who's got the money? Who's ready to pay you? That's the only person you listen to. Nobody else.
0: Yeah. that's It, yeah. it all comes back to serving. Instead yep, of pursuing your passion, or as you mentioned, I think it was the last podcast episode you were on in, in, where we talked about uh, just in time versus just in case.
2: Learning yeah, and right. education. Yes.
0: And our whole system is set up for just in case you need to uh, to dissect an mm-hmm. isosceles triangle someday, let's talk about mm-hmm. it for the next three weeks. Right. And, you, and here you are, you know, 60, and you're thinking to yourself, I haven't had to do that one time.
2: Right. right. <laughs> Whereas right. Yeah.
0: if you actually did have a job that required you to dissect an isosceles triangle, you could Google how to dissect mm-hmm. an isosceles triangle. Or and Or consult and somebody
1: who's done it successfully or whatever. <laughs> or,
0: yeah hire somebody for 4 dollars an hour that does that all day every day right? <laughs> right so we taught you how to think differently about what it means to to navigate getting stuff done
2: mm-hmm.
0: so i think a I lot think. of valuable lessons and have mm-hmm. been kind of, kind of crammed into this this hour but what else would you share i want to hear a little bit more about your thoughts on the mastermind what you're hoping who you think it might appeal to
1: i know that's kind yeah. of putting you on the spot but who no are you not at all i considering mean, it i mean Here's the thing. I, I don't think you need to be at a certain point in your business, whether it's revenue-wise or in your life. I think it's, it's going to be a pretty open-door thing. Like If you're liking the story that you're hearing from myself, if you like Mike Brown's story, if you like Brett, what my dad are doing, like really, it, you just don't consider what you're getting. Consider whether you appreciate the people and the principles they run their business by or not. If you do, very seriously consider it. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a specific type of person in terms of revenue in their business, I think it's kind of hard to pin. It's specifically, do you or do you not appreciate the principles that you know we seem to discuss fairly often? If you do, pull the trigger because it's the next step. That's kind of the guiding signal. If you like the principles, pull it, pull the trigger. Yeah, I would say I would say that's about it. Because really, for me, it's it hasn't been. There's no technical that you can learn. There's no you know how to rank your PPC ads on. Or you know that, that all helps. But at the end of the day, it's it's principles. It's it's. You know, who are you serving? How are you serving them? What are you selling? How are you selling it? It's just very core things. And you know, I think, I think it's a very principle driven conversation. And if you're somebody who's maybe sort of, I, I hate to use the, the word like awake enough or aware enough, but if you're aware enough to see that really, truly, to move you forward in business, it's not a matter of what ne- what's the next button you click. It's a matter of how do I think and, and what's going on in my head. And, and I want that, what's going on in my head, to align with what I want in my life and my business consecutively, then I think this will be valuable for you. So yeah, that's, that's who I'd say should seriously consider or just pull the trigger right out the gate.
0: Beautiful. Provenmastermind.com is the website. And for those of you who jump into that, we should mention the course that you've created, the one that you're using to help your students succeed. They mm-hmm. have an awesome deal for you guys in there. For,
2: yes,
1: excited okay. about and,
0: that. And for anyone else too. We'll, we'll We'll do a promotion of that soon enough. Uh, yes, if someone wants to jump out well, for anyone who's listening to this podcast, uh he's going to give me the uh friend of dad discount here. We'll get something rocking for you guys. We'll stick cool. links in the show notes to all this too, okay? So you can yeah. check it all out. But yeah, just super proud of you, buddy. I think this was was very good. I think you need to get your own podcast going too. I've been pushing you on that for a while.
1: Yeah, you have I honestly would love to pull the trigger. It's it's I've had more people than than you at this point tell me I need to because most of my content so far is like short video blocks. Mm-hmm. You know when you talk for an extended period of time, you can get more out. there's more it's, it's listening and seeing are very different. We've talked about that too, so yeah, I definitely want to do yeah, that for sure
0: yeah the uh, the eyes are easily deceived, the ears mm-hmm. not so much. you get in that podcast it's a very it's a very relational, very trust building, and people right. will figure out way quicker if they res- if it resonates with you. That's actually a good tip for those who aren't familiar with that. if you're used to uh, watching content. And you think it's beneficial to you, but you're not, you're trying to parse through, is it or isn't it? I'm not sure. Close your eyes and listen to the same content. Listen to that same mm-hmm. speaker with your eyes closed, or just listen to the audio mm-hmm. version only. Mm-hmm. Your ability to process what it is that you're getting is so much better if it's just ears as opposed to the yeah. visual. It's almost a lazy process. Visual mm-hmm. is a very lazy and it, it takes a lot of brain work, and you get a lot less information from the yeah. visual.
1: Right, and I think I think screens opened up a lot of doors for people with you know secret ill intents to kind of get you to do what they want Mm -hmm. you to do. Like Mm -hmm. I really do think that's the case. Yeah, hundred percent. You
0: get the you get the flashy. You know that's why in in the industry that I'm in, trying to sell a course, teaching people how to use the internet creatively to make money. There's so many Mm -hmm. con artists and scams, and they're using all the traditional images that you would expect and trying to make you jealous of the guy that's got more than you and showing you boats and yachts and girls and cars. And
2: we've, mm-hmm.
0: we've never done any of that, which gives us a, a big disadvantage on the front end. But Huge advantage on the back end. On the back end, it's such an advantage because... Yeah. Uh, as Long-term like to, play. Yeah. It, like if, you, if you aim your marketing at idiots, you're going to stand up on stage one day at your event and look out on the audience and see... A bunch it. of fools, man. <laughs> like, well, these people end up here. These people are fools. Well, that's how yeah. you marketed. Yeah, that's how you marketed to. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. go to our events, and it's just people you just can't get enough of, and you want to hang out with, and spend time with, and grow with, and learn together. Yeah. So that's yeah. the long term play that we've been on. But well, hey, it's good hanging so out good. with you, buddy. Yeah. What's good uh, seeing you? What's the plans tonight?
1: Well, this is the last thing I got on my calendar. I'm pretty flexible. I think tonight. Um, my girlfriend's coming over. She's bringing some ingredients. We're going to cook dinner. And after that, I think I'm heading to bed. I mean, yeah. that's about it. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, you know, it's not, I think, oh, go ahead. I
0: was going to say, don't forget to call your mom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> call my mom. That's right. I'll call my mom. Yeah. I'll call my mom. Well, yeah, it's the thing is I, I, it's a lot less flashy. It's just waking up, putting yeah. in work and you learn to love it. You know, it's when you really learn to love the details of it, it's just, you don't need flash. You just kind of do it.
2: Yeah. You know?
0: Well we're very proud of you and uh, we're on we're a good path and we'll stick links to everything we talked about today in the show notes for anyone who's interested and of course you can email us support at silentsalesmachine.com if you have any questions about any of this, we'd love to help you out. Trey's in the Facebook group all the time he'll be at the proven conference in July the proven conference right. there Did a great job speaking last year as well so come learn more about what he's got going on and asking questions and we'll uh, be seeing a lot more of him around here I'm sure. Good
2: job, buddy. Thanks, Dad. Love you. Love you too, bud. Talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.